Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello everyone, this is Scott and Kyle on Leading the Charge with Believe in Chargers, only on the Believe Podcast Network, LA's number one sports podcast network. The only place with a show for every team in LA and more. We believe in our teams. Do you believe? Welcome back to part two of two of this week's Chargers special. Why? Because two is better than one. Kyle and I continue talking about what the Chargers have to do to salvage the season, who the Bolts may think of trading for or trading away by the deadline, Current state of the AFC West. We make our pickums and we answer listener questions. Just a reminder that if you enjoy this show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We are available in all your favorite directories such as iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. You can also find us on the web at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts on all your social media accounts. Please come find us on Twitter at the Good Sport82 and Kyle Emanuel51 for all your sports specific updates. Chargers questions you may have, and every now and more times than I can count, a little humor. (laughs) Also, in case you are interested in some of our other programming here on the Believe Network, take a listen to the LA Football Network with hosts Ryan Deerid and Talon Graff. They are your go-to guys for all things latest on LA sports. We are always looking for sponsors as well. Shoot us a DM on Twitter and we would be happy to promote your brand on the net. Now, a little Chargers history for you before we get started, like usual. Former Chargers offensive tackle Ron Mix was inducted to the Pro Football Hall of Fame in 1979. He began his professional career as a Charger during their 1960 inaugural season and was an eight-time NFL All-Star. Now with me is my co-host and former Chargers linebacker, Kyle Emanuel. Kyle, I love having you part of the show. It all begins with knowledge of how the business and sport of the NFL works, and you bring that to the forum. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me, Scott. Good to be back again. And uh, let's talk a little Charger football. Let's do it. First of all, what's it going to take for this 2019 to have a shot at the sixth seed? We're looking at the AFC right now. It's a tough conference with elite teams. You have the Patriots, the Chiefs, the Ravens, the Texans, the Colts. And now the Bills and the Raiders are becoming the sleepers of 2019. So what do the Chargers have to do to cut a rug in there? Yeah, Scott. If I'm Coach Lynn, I'm I'm saying, look, if we can, well, I mean, they're not gonna they're not gonna talk about losing football games, but if we can get to nine and seven, our goals are still in front of us, and you still have some motivation, something to reach uh, reach towards to to have that goal to get into the playoffs. And all you gotta do is get in the tournament, and then you have a shot. Because I mean, you look at the division leaders; you got the Patriots at seven and zero, Chiefs, Ravens, and Colts right now. But when you go past that and you go to the wild card, Bills are five and one. I'm not completely sold on the Bills yet. Raiders are three and three. And Browns are two and four, and the so then you got the Texans, Jaguars, Titans all at three and four. So I think nine and seven gives you a legit chance to get in. I mean, obviously you want to get to that ten win mark, um, but that still gives them two more losses. So I think there's a chance there. It's going to be a tough road, but uh, I think they have an opportunity. Chargers, make it happen. Let's seven go. and two. Let's do it now. Come on, are you with me? I think you are. I'm with Good. you. All right, we have the trade deadline approaching. Multiple major moves taking place in the last 48 hours. You got Hood getting dealt from the Lions. Even players there are saying no one's safe. Emmanuel Sanders to the 49ers, 
Michael Bennett to Dallas, and Manu Sanu to the Patriots. We're talking about the possibility of Melvin Gordon getting dealt. That's been in the rumor mill for weeks. We know the Lions and Bills need a running back to fill their gaps. Are they going to try and get him? Both are competing in their respective divisions. He would certainly help. Do the Chargers make that transaction? I don't see it happening, Scott. I, I really don't just because of you know my history with the team and we hardly made any trades when I was there, at least in season. Uh, Chargers are more kind of promote from within type of organization, you know, draft guys and try and re-sign them uh, and sign a very select few free agents. So I just don't see it happening. I think I honestly think there's a better chance of the Chargers trying to re-sign them and they might even go, they might get, they might get him for less than what they were going to sign him, uh, you know, in th- this off season before the holdout began. So who knows what's going to happen? I think if Melvin has a really good year, the second half of the season, um, maybe there's some more value for him late. Maybe another team wants to pay him more than the Chargers are willing to. So a lot could happen there, but uh, I do not see them trading him. All right, yeah. The only reason I say that is just because I think in the past, well, I know in the past that. Gordon has done pretty well on his own accord before Austin Eckler came along. And I think many teams may look at that as a plus. Gordon has uh, held his own and that they could, he could possibly do the same for them. Yeah, I mean, he can be a feature back, definitely. You know, he's one of those guys you can you can hand the ball off to 20, 25 times a game. And, you, don't, and, uh, you know, he can, he can hold up. I know he, injuries have been a little bit of an issue for him. But, uh, I mean, he's got the build, and he can do a little bit of everything. So, yeah, he can definitely be a feature back. And you saw Le'Veon Bell get paid this last offseason. So, you know, it might happen for Melvin as well. All right, and he's a great pass-catching back as well, especially in a league that stresses on the pass yes, nowadays. Yep. For the next few weeks, rumor is that Pat Mahomes is out for the Chiefs. How does that shape up the face of the division? Well, I think I think if you look at Pat Mahomes, I think he's going to be back sooner or later. I think the the Chiefs really dodged a bullet there. They kind of got the best case scenario with that. I mean, a lot of people saw on national TV it, it didn't look good to say the least. But uh, they, I think, uh, you know, he's already back at practice. I don't I don't know if he plays this week. I think you have to be you do have to be cautious with him just because of the talent that he is and fact that he's still very young and you don't want to ruin things going forward for the future but I think you know if you're the division you have to hope the Chiefs are going to lose a couple of these games I don't know if they do um, they still have a ton of weapons out on the field but you, you kind of have to hope to, hope they do otherwise uh, they may be running away with this division yet again well they got another challenge this uh, coming Sunday against the Packers Packers defense is really uh, making making a statement this year especially to complement that that uh, potent offense yeah the Packers and been- the fact is They've been a little bit of a surprise to me, honestly. I didn't, I didn't, I did not see them at six and one right now. Yeah, the fact is, is that uh, if Mahomes doesn't play, he hasn't been ruled out yet, mind you. But it's looking like at least three weeks, like they initially said. I may take the Packers in this one. And speaking of which, we're about to come to our pickums just after this. Just a reminder that if you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We are available on all your favorite directories, such as iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. You can also find us on the web at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts on your social media accounts. Now, our pickums, Kyle, why do we love the pickums so much? <laughs> I don't know, Scott, because I wasn't very good at them last week, but uh, it's pretty fun, right? We get to uh, we get to try and, and play, uh, you know, like we, we know we're, we're, what's going to happen, and we can kind of just look to the future and predict who's going to win these games. I think it's pretty fun, even if I do terribly at it. <laughs> I think it's a testament to our competitive spirit as children, and we just love to be right. That's what it comes down to. I love being right. right. You love being right. Yeah, you you like to think that you uh, 
you know, you know what you're talking about sometimes. So, uh, and then when, <laughs> when, when it comes to fruition, it, it kind of validates that. So let's see if I can do better this just, week. It's just like in fantasy football, you know, no matter who you start, you feel like you have control over it, but exactly. at the end of the day, you don't. Yep. Exactly. All right. Last night I was going to pick them anyway. Vikings over the Redskins. Yeah, I was going to take the Vikings as well. And uh, Dwayne Haskins does not look good out there. So the Redskins, if you're the Redskins, you got to, I mean, their season's basically over. We got to hope uh, Case Keenum gets back uh, healthy and soon. Skins had every chance to win that game, but their offense just does not click. So there is that. Now on to bigger and better teams. Seahawks at the Falcons. I'm going to go ahead and take Russell Wilson and his trusty birds over the dirty birds. I will take the Seahawks as well. Matt Ryan probably going to be out uh, Seahawks. Yeah, regardless of whether he's playing or not, I'll still take the Seahawks. Agreed. I just think the Seahawks are more of a winnable team right now. Broncos at the Colts. Jacoby Brissett coming out of nowhere, taking over for Andrew Luck, and they're making a case to win that division. I'm going Colts. I will go Colts as well. Um, the Broncos' offense is just—it's it, not there. Joe Flacco does not look uh, does not look like the Flacco of the past, to say the least. Uh, I do not trust that offense at all. I think their defense might play well, but I'm going Colts. All right, next we got the Bucks at the Titans. This one's a tosser actually because both have pretty good defenses when they want to play well, and their offenses click every now and then. So, having said that, I'm going to go home team Titans. Tannehill is sparking that offense. And I'm going to go Bucks just to pick against you, and I don't even have a good reason to, but uh, I gotta, we got to differ somewhere here, so I'm going to go with the Bucks. You hear that, people? Only our second episode together, and he's already making picks to spite me. <laughs> and I'm not confident in it at all. I think you're actually going to win that one. Right on. All right, we'll see here. Next up, Cardinals and the Saints. You know what? Whether Teddy Bridgewater plays or not, I'm still going to go Saints. They're the home team. They're playing pretty well right now, and that offense is unstoppable. There's no team right now that has more depth than that team right now in the NFL. The Saints, wow. Bridgewater going 5-0 and in his starts since uh, Drew Brees left. Now, the Saints may bring Drew Brees back this week, but they wouldn't want to rush him so much because they're going into a bye after this. So I don't think they absolutely need him, but either way, I'm going Saints. Yeah, I'm going Saints too. They've looked really good uh, as of late. And uh, I mean, the Cardinals have won three in a row and they've they've looked uh, uh, immensely improved, but I'd be kind of a fool to pick against the Saints right now, especially after that win against the Bears. So I will go Saints as well. Next up, Bengals at Rams. We're probably going in the same direction in this one. Going with the home team Rams. Yeah, I picked the Bengals to get their first win last week, and they did not. Hard to pick a team with zero wins on the season, so Rams it is. I'm going to let you take the next few. We got your boy coming up and Carson Wentz and the Bills. Who's going to win that one? I think I'm, I'm going to stay loyal. and uh, I'm Again, I'm not confident in this one either, but I'm going to go Eagles. Uh, I'm going to go with the underdog on this one. I think... I think it's it's going to be a tough day, but if Carson can get rolling, the Eagles can win that game. I'm not I'm I'm not 100 convinced in this Bills offense yet. I think they have a really good defense. I think the Eagles find just enough to get a win in this one. All right, you know I think that's a game that could slide either way because I truly I truly believe that the Eagles are not they're not what they're not the same product that they put on the field last week against Dallas. I know that they're better than that, and I know that they've had a few injuries as of late, so. I'm going to take the Bills just to spite you. Okay, I like but that. But at, at, at the same time, I do think the Eagles have a shot. It wouldn't surprise me if they won because they are a team that is very resilient. So we'll find out. 
Chargers at the Bears. Well, <laughs> you know, I really want to say the Chargers win this one, but I think the Bears are going to get this one done. This is the first week I'm going against us, and the only reason why is because they have yet to show me that they can close out a game. And now they're playing a next-level defense that has shown some loopholes as of late, but... Yeah, I think, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I might have I might have picked the Bears, but the, I saw, you know, I watched that game uh, last week against the Saints, and I saw the way Trubisky played. He was not throwing the ball well, to to put it nicely, and uh, I think the Chargers defense has a good day. Uh, the Bears give up a ton of points to the Saints. I know they're a good team. I think, uh, you know, Phil, there's talk that Russell Okun's going to be back playing give Phil a little bit more time than he's than he's had uh, these last couple of weeks. So I'm going to go with the Chargers. All right. And you get to uh, take us home here. Giants and Detroit. I'm going to Detroit, man. They, they got to be the best two, three and one team in NFL history, man. They, they have, they've had some tough luck. They should have beat the chiefs um, earlier in the year. They, I mean, everyone saw that game, uh, the primetime game against the Packers when they just, every single call went against them. I'm going lions. I think they win this one. I think they win it easily. Yeah, I'm going to take the lines as well. Jets at Jags. Well, I mean, the Jets, I thought they were they were looking pretty good after they beat the Cowboys. Not so much uh, after the Patriots, but the Patriots will do that to a lot of teams. You know, I'm going to go underdog again. I think the Jets surprise everyone again. They find that, uh, that winning formula that they found against the Cowboys. So I'll go Jets. You're going to go Jets? Yep. Interesting. I'm going home team Jags. I figured you might. Minshew magic will be back. I don't. There hasn't been I'm a sorry? whole lot of that, but uh, that Minshew magic. But um, they've been finding a way to win a couple games here, so I guess we'll see what happens. But what do I know? I didn't play in the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? They don't teach you in the NFL is how to pick them. Uh, I can promise you that. So I'm doing, just to just to play them, right? Doing my best here. Yeah, exactly. All good. Uh, next, uh, well, this one's game of the week for sure. Panthers at 49ers. Yeah, I'm going 49ers. Uh, Till they prove me wrong, man. They've uh, you know undefeated record. Hard to pick against them, and and they're at home. Panthers got to travel across the country. Kyle Allen has has looked good, and he's played really well. But it's tough to get to pick against the Niners right now. Yeah, I'm going to go home team as well in that one. I think between the two defenses, the Niners have the edge, so that's why I'm going with them. Raiders at the Texans. It's another uh, tosser. Tosser, but I'm going Texans. I I like Deshaun Watson in this one, so I'm going Texans. All right, I'll go Texans as well. Well, maybe we can skip this one because I think we know who's going to win. Browns at Patriots. Yeah, Patriots. I don't even need to say anything else. Yeah, Pat's all the way around this one. I think if the Browns had lived up to their hype then maybe I could steer that way, especially in a must-win game for them because they're almost out of playoff contention at this point. But yeah, I'm going to go home team. Packers at the Chiefs. We already touched on this a little bit. Go ahead. I will go Packers with a uh, the Chiefs probably using a backup quarterback. I'm going to go Packers. Yep, I'm taking the pack. Monday night as kind of a dud. Dolphins and the Steelers. I don't think they thought in the beginning of this or when the schedules came out last year that the Dolphins would be an, a winless team right now. Yeah, but they get that primetime game. But every team, yeah, every team has to have at least one primetime game. Is that correct? Uh, I think so. Uh, there was a season we didn't have a Monday night game, but I think, you know, you at least get a Thursday night game or something like that. 
Dolphins at Steelers. I'm going to take the same team that you take. Let's just put it that way. Oh, yeah? Who do you think I'm taking? Well, I think if you're a wise man, which I know you to be, (laughs) you're going to go Steel City in this one. Yeah, I'm going Steelers all the way. All right, cool. And then next week we'll follow up and uh, see which one of us came out on top. Sounds good. I like it. Now for our listener questions. Cody from Huntington Beach asks, if the Chargers keep losing, do they make a change at quarterback? Kyle, what do you have to say? Um, no, I don't think so, uh, especially with Philip Rivers having that uh, that starting streak. I, I think, and I don't even know what number it's at yet, but uh, I think that for that reason and just a little bit of loyalty to the man for what he's done to for this, for this organization, I mean, I think maybe you give some guys some playing time at the end of games, but uh, I think Philip's going to be the guy. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with you on that one. Rivers has been there a long time. He's a seasoned vet, and he's the only guy that can really get a fire under these guys' keisters. So I'm going to have to say that they don't make yeah, that It would just change. be weird, too, in the locker room, you know, if that's all of a sudden Phillip's not playing, like having been in there. I can't even imagine. It would just – he's he's the guy. He's yeah, the he's, leader. It, it would just be strange. He's like the dad. He's like the dad. Yeah. <laughs> well, literally, I mean, he's got nine yep. kids. Like all of I mean, dads. what's a few more, right? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Marcy from Westwood asks, if the Chargers trade Melvin Gordon, does that improve the team? Well, I mean, I guess it would depend who they get, Marcy, but I, I don't know. I mean, you could use some help along the offensive line, add some depth there. I think, you know, safety's a little thin as well right now with, with all the injuries. I don't think it helps the team, though. Again, Melvin's been there five years, and there's, there's something to be said for continuity and chemistry, and um, I think you're just getting that back. So, I mean, it could help the team. I guess it depends what they get, though. You know, if it's picks, players, who knows? It could, but uh, I, like I said earlier in the show, I don't see it happening. We will find out by the trade deadline, like I said earlier in the show. I would say that it possibly gives the offense a little more of a kickstart, in my opinion, just because what we've been talking about lately is the fact that since Gordon's been back, Chargers haven't won a game. And I don't think that... He as a player is the problem. I just think his presence adds a little confusion to the offense in terms of the game flow. And I think if they were to trade him, that they would possibly get on track, back on track like they were earlier in the year, knowing that Eckler's the guy, and anybody behind him will get about 30% of the share of those carries. That's fair. That, yeah, that's, a, that's a fair take. Who... Uh... You know, I think the offense needs to get some type of spark. So who knows what it's going to be? But, uh, you know, maybe that's that's what they need. Matt from Covina asks, when does this city become synonymous with the Chargers? Ooh, that's a good one. Um, uh, that's a hard that's that's hard to answer because I, I think L.A. is so entrenched in, you know, the Dodgers and the Lakers. And there's uh, there's two of every sport there. I think it's, I mean, I think it has to be a Super Bowl, honestly. A Super Bowl uh, might be the only thing. And even the Rams, you know, who they didn't win a Super Bowl, but they made it to a Super Bowl. I don't even think their their fan base is completely bought in yet. You're still seeing, uh, you're still seeing opposing teams' fans kind of take over their stadium. So it, it's just, it's just tough when you live in Southern California, when you're based out of Southern California, you have, uh, you have such a large population there that they're going to have fans from every team, regardless, just from transplants moving there. And then, you know, if you are an opposing team fan, why not travel to a game in, in LA? If you're going to go to them, why wouldn't you go to LA rather than like a Buffalo or a Cleveland? You know what I mean? So it, it's going to take a while, I think. 
Yeah, I'm going to have to say, like, to be honest with you, and in my very first episode, I said, and we talked about last week, how much we miss them being in right. San Diego. To, to be honest, nobody in LA really asked for them to come here. They were just, you know, Spanos wanted to move the team and everybody just kind of lost their mind in San Diego. They said it was a shot to the chops. And I don't, th- I think it's going to take a long while, even when the new stadium's built, not a lot of people are going to be showing up the games. I mean, there'll be more people just because it's a more upscale stadium. But I think right now, you know, they're playing in the StubHub Center, which is a small soccer stadium. It's not even really a football stadium. And the marketing for them here is as if they were just a new team altogether. A lot of people don't realize that the Chargers started out here for one year before they moved to San Diego for the 50 plus years that they were there. And it's going to take a long while. Like you said, it'll take a deep playoff run, Super Bowl, you know, something to get these people on board. When the Kings won the Stanley Cup a few years back, people were buying in. Everybody around the city was jumping on that bandwagon and everything. And unless the Chargers win something here, I think it's going to be a while. Because like you said, Dodgers, Lakers, they're already established teams here and people love them. Yeah, and I think the San Diego and LA are so close that that also kind of adds a weird element to this whole thing because, you know, San Diegans are mad. LA people, like you said, some of them are saying, you know, we didn't want the Chargers in the first place. So it's uh, it's a tough situation, but winning cures everything. That's what I like to tell people. It really does. It does. And right now, two wins are making people fade a little bit, but. They need more if they're going to have any shot of becoming synonymous with Los Angeles. All right. That's our show for you today. Excuse me. That's our shows for you this week. Two shows, two guys, one excellent journey into the Bolt Zone. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, good night. All the goods for you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.